Welcome, Wine and Hip Hop, episode four. I'm with my man James. He gonna leave me hanging. He, I, I you remember? The, do you remember you somebody left you hanging in the crowd at your show? Am I special? He he did that. I thought you were, <laughs> thought you were doing the display like we have James. Because <laughs> you would have came in like this. Look at uh. This uh, is like, you know, my bad. No, it's so good. You, What's happening? What's happening? I would never leave you hanging. <laughs> this is Wine and Hip Hop, Los Angeles, episode four. Um, we're here today uh, for one reason, and that's for Nipsey Hustle. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take just a little bit of this, and I'm going to give it a little. But we're not going to splash the J's. We're just going to give it a little for Nip. And we're also going to pour up this champagne. I am here today with somebody very, very special. This is James Davis. For anybody that doesn't know James, I'm gonna give a quick little intro. Um, you guys may know James from uh, Live From The Town. He has a comedy special on Comedy Central right now. It's stupid funny. Go get the Comedy Central app. Go get your Amazon Fire TV. Go get all that. You gotta watch it. I just watched it again. This shit is so fucking funny. I'm not even joking. Uh, to call James a comedian is, a, is, fuck, is blasphemous. Uh, James is a actor, he's a writer. James has got hood adjacent, which is hilariously funny. Uh, what do you enjoy more, uh, doing stand-up or do you, do you like hood adjacent? Like which, which one would you prefer if you had to, had to pick one? Or is it all fun? I'll be honest, hood adjacent was beautiful. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a beautiful opportunity. Right. And I loved having my own TV show. Right. But it was super stressful. Really? To produce that particular situation. Um, stand-up is not as stressful as that yeah however I, I put a lot of stress on myself before the special mm -hmm. because I shot it maybe a month and a half to two months after Dave Chappelle had released that's right two specials on Netflix that were incredible yeah and you know I'm competitive and I wanted I wanted my debut special to be really really funny and I'm, in my opinion I wanted it to be on par yeah and so i put a lot of pressure on myself for that so i mean i don't know they're both they were enjoyable but both hard work yeah they were both funny as hell again uh to call james a comedian or an actor or a writer is ridiculous uh james uh also has uh a lot of content out there that you guys may have known uh as of about 10 years ago eight to ten years ago the james is actually a rapper I mean, yeah, technically, <laughs> technically, I mean, I have, I have a successful project where I am rapping. Yes. I am rapping as President Barack Obama, Barack Flocka Flame. Barack Flocka Flame, if you guys haven't seen that video. Head it's, of the state. I'm the head of the mother also state. Also, Barack Flame hit him up. And it Barack is. And Flame, I run the military. You know, that's right, that's right. That was funny. Support them all. But yeah, I mean, that was, you know, sketch comedy. That internet grind. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody's on it now, and that was in the early stages. But I mean, I was following after what I saw Donald Glover do with Derek Comedy and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's part of the grind. That's like yeah. that's the that's the comedy, like mixtape grind almost. Mm, you know? mm, it's like short yep. films or short ideas. Content, content, content. You don't have a studio or a network behind you, so you just have to create the the project yourself put it out there promote it right hopefully it catches on like a baraka flocka or the and it has videos. it has it definitely has and then you know you move on from there i mean he mentioned kobe uh james is actually also a five-time nba champion uh i'm funnier die mamba face my i gotta hit him with a mamba face real quick 
for the camera, but yeah, so the mamba sniff too. That's the, also the <laughs> very is? important ingredient to the impression is the. I didn't know about the sniff. Yeah, you got okay. Like like your, like your mediocre talent is I'm allergic to it. So I have to, you know, it's weird. Around me, I'm, I'm exactly the of all time. Exactly, you know? um, so yeah, actor, uh, producer, everything he does, everything. Um, before we jump into the next topic, I did want to just cheers you up yeah, with the ace of spades. This host, this episode cheers us for one reason it's for Nipsey Hustle, it's yes, a tribute sir. to Nipsey Hustle. You yes, could sir, always see, you could always see Nipsey with some ace of spades in his hand. I know he was supporting Jigga, Jay Z, and the whole team out there because that's just the type of person he was. Rock Nation, Emory, all those dudes. Yep. Um, so, real quick transition into Hood Adjacent. Um, Hood Adjacent uh, was the first time that I heard the story about you actually meeting Nipsey. Mm -hmm. And what you told in the episode was that uh, you met Nipsey beforehand and, and he kind of like welcomed you into the family, so to speak. Describe how you met Nipsey. Tell me tell me the whole, whole thing. Well, what's funny is I had to fight for that moment to even be in my TV show because the showrunner at the time, who wasn't the original showrunner when we had started the show, when we shot that piece, and this guy was a little bit more removed from the culture. He didn't, he didn't, you know, really know who Nick right, was. Right, right, right. And I just really wanted. That was the most important part of that. Exactly, too, so exactly. Understand what Nick meant to exactly. me. Exactly. You know, this is when he's still on the rise. And yeah. He's, he, he's, Underground, so to speak. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean. He's always been big to me. But yeah. I mean, the, my, my story with Nip is just, I shot Baraka Flocka Flame mm -hmm. on Arlington and Slauson, mm -hmm. which is Rolling 62. Mm -hmm. So that's literally his, his backyard, yeah. his, his, his kingdom yeah. slash just where he, where the streets he ran. And so right. uh, he, he heard about it. You know, he, he knew about us because, I mean, we had made a viral video off Slauson. You know, like in the hood, like yeah. in his hood. And my boy came into his shop before when it was still Slauson Tees. And he met Nip, and Nip was just like a fan of ours, a fan of what we had That's done. That's dope, man. And literally, now that I know more about who he was outside of my relationship, I mean, it's, I'm, me and my boy, we were just another example of him just lending a helping hand, being a positive influence, seeing people doing something and, 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 and bringing them in and offering his resources. I mean, that's literally what he did. He, he was like, look, I got this office slash studio space in downtown. Yeah, you said he invited you. Guys, you. you guys can come down here, uh, work out of this, work out of this office space. He was expanding that's it That's crazy, bit. man. He said, and, and he, we, had our, we had our own area in there. And we eventually left to, because we were so inspired that he had his own studio slash office that my boy was like, we need our own yeah, yeah. studio slash office. Right. And so we left and one of my biggest regrets is I wish we would have we stayed around longer. Oh, wow. Just to, to just know, to just rev shoulders. More yeah, 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 but yeah, I mean, for sure. That literally, that was before, you know, I'm I'm working with Kevin Hart or, right. you know, a lot of comedians, they, they want to get you know, recruited by a, an OG and like the first person who really recruited me or, or or gave me a helping hand wasn't a big comedian, it was Nip. Yeah. It was it was Nip being like, I'm doing me, I'm grinding. I see you guys grinding. Let's 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 grind together. I, let's let's let our energies collide. And he was and 
literally everything you hear is 100% true. I, he told me about numerous books, including like 22 Laws of Branding or whatever. Mm -hmm. like there were certain books he was he was pushing for his homies to read and to educate themselves and better themselves. We were doing push-ups in this in his office, Damn. smoking weed also, but also you know <laughs> doing push-ups. Of I course, was, I was there while he was recording songs off the marathon. Wow, and man. so you know to hear to hear that and, and, and come out and then to be that close to it and then be impressed because sometimes when you're so so close to someone else's journey or their 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 work process when the final piece comes out you're jaded right because you you've been there you, you were there you were part of the process and i was blown away yeah I was blown away like i had never met the that's man. crazy man and so from that point on i mean i just had admiration a respect and literally I, I felt like we were on a parallel grind sort of like I was just doing the comedy acting thing and he was doing the rapping thing yeah and so his success was my success and I was like I felt like we were two dudes from Slauson who were both grinding and the goal was that we both you know meet at the top like and, and be those those guys from 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 Slauson and Crenshaw, the Crenshaw district, who, who really came up and, and blew up. And for a second, I, as it was crazy. Like, he was grinding, and I, I wanted it so bad for him. I'm, there was, you remember there, there was these, these gaps where you wanted the album. Victory Lap was... But it was, like, delayed or whatever. It was delayed, and he would drop a mixtape. And I remember as a fan, I was almost, like, yeah. annoyed. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 I yeah. Like, yeah. I was a fiend. I was like, yeah. come on, man. I want, I want this music. Like, yeah. Because... That's what that's what I grinded to. That's that was like my fuel. Wow. How often how often did you see him? Because you were sharing the office. Like, what, was it so, like? So I mean, when we were in the office, I, I was seeing him like multiple times throughout the week. And wow. Once we moved out and, and got our own office, I didn't see him as much. But then it was like we always run into each other, whether it be like when he performed at the Hip Hop Awards. Right. With Duro. Uh huh. I was a writer for that. Yeah, buddy. Awards. Rolling like a big exactly. shot. So I mean, like I, I felt like I was the biggest fan in the room when he was performing. That's crazy. And and also it was just like I would see him at rehearsal, or I would we'd be in Atlanta at at, at uh, Luda's manager's restaurant, or or maybe it was Jeezy's dinner. I don't mm -hmm. know. Shaka Zulu. Yeah, and I and I would see Nip, and it was always like it was always like, what's up, man? Like this is dope. We're 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 running in we're running into each other on our grinds. That's you know? crazy. I'm out here writing on the BT on, on the BT Hip Hop Awards. You're out here either performing or politicking and making these moves, and it was like, it was just dope to just see him always connect, get his number, and then when I got hood adjacent, even when I had my pilot, I had the, and, and it's also in the first episode, the hood pass mm -hmm. piece. I wanted Nip to be the person giving me the hood pass. Yeah, he wasn't available, and it made it worked out because Stevie J came in and killed it. Uh, so when I had my first season, I wanted Nip on an episode. Right. The only episode I could fit him into was a golf episode. Golf episode. But he's you, so cool, and it still it, it still embodied Nip because it wasn't really about golf as much as it was about him helping a younger black, yeah. black man. Yeah, and you said you fought for it, fought well, to get that that part I, in the episode. I, I, well, I fought to get. Well, I fought for Nip in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody doesn't know. Everybody at the time didn't know who, who he was. Nip was, and why I was so right. You know, just passionate about having nip on my show but all that scene in particular they wanted to cut out and just get to nip golf fix his clothes something like just get rid of the heart 
of the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, no, people need to understand who Nip is to me. Because you were adding golf swag. Okay. <laughs> golf swag. And just the fact that Nip, a rolling 60s rapper, can, can, can be greater than all his other categories and still have a real conversation with yeah. a young golfer yeah. and, and still display wisdom. You know, he told him off top, that's a boss's sport. You know, like, yeah. the man was just so wise that whatever situation he was in, he could offer something for you positive. Motivated the kid too, man. Or, and, and just never capping, never never on some just being a character, so. That's I mean, dope, man. Yeah, that's my, that's my like, real story with Nip. Just that, that moment of just early in my career when no one believed in me, and I was doing it on my own, doing my own, doing my own grind, maybe. And he probably recognized that in us. Right. And he just brought us in. And he was, he may not have been Kevin Hart, but he was Kevin Hart's just lost. And he was Kevin exactly. Hart's Exactly, exactly. Yes, he was. So to have to have Nip, even in 2010, yeah. be like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with y'all. Fuck with me. Yeah. It meant a lot, you know? Man, I, uh, I didn't know Nip, but I did get to meet him really briefly and it was about eight months ago so uh it was right outside this restaurant uh and wine shop that i run uh down in santa monica and i found out that nip was doing some work with like the viceroy hotel like on the beach in santa monica so he, he had his 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 uh arms his reach his fingerprints like on everything um but about eight months ago i had just stepped outside just get a breath of fresh air because he was in there hustling and working and i walk outside and uh there's a restaurant uh, next to us and I walk a little bit and I see Nip and Lauren walking mm-hmm. towards me. And I don't bother people, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to like, like, like you know, really like come up on them or whatever, but we were walking. Uh, he was walking and he kind of crossed right in front of me. So as he's getting like this close to me, he locked eyes with me and I just nodded, you know what I'm saying? And I, uh, I saw him and he said, what up? He says, either like, what up or what up, homie? Maybe I'm imagining my mind, he said, what he up, homie? Said, nah, he probably, I mean, you know what I mean? Gave you what up, homie, because you gave him the real nigga, like, I know who you are, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, And I wasn't about to, like, like he probably bother him. the fact that that's all you did. Yes. And he you didn't, that you weren't like, oh, 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 you were just like, I see you, bro. And, and the, I remember the, the nod and kind of like the what up he gave me was like love. It was yeah. it was it was love and um, like get away no 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 it was straight love and he was and he, he said what up or what up homie and Lauren was walking by and uh, they kept walking right in front of me and they were actually going across the street to go to their uh, their car so when they were crossing the street like people were in the streets like oh nip 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 what up and he was just kind of said what up and got in the car and just boomed off but it was it was uh, interesting that that moment was brought into my life uh, as recent as you know just a few months ago. Um, very much a trip, man. Very much a trip. You know, I, I definitely feel like with Nip, it's a it's a blessing if you had him, if you if you shared a moment with them or crossed paths with them, even that. You know? Yeah. If you can just share positivity, look somebody in the eye, acknowledge them when you see them. That everybody doesn't have that. Everybody doesn't remember to do that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Everybody doesn't see the value in everybody. Especially when you reach that. a level that he had reached. It's right. just like eight to, months ago, he's the he's yeah. Grammy nominated. Or like. He's, he's, He's on his victory lap. Yes, and I mean, and just like you say, to, to still be able to have a real conversation, to still be able to be a real person, um, yeah. means like everything. You know what I mean? And I think it's like you know, real recognize real, and he probably sensed the real in you. I mean, yeah. just think about it. Everybody else 
was yelling at him. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So they was in the street. I was like, I was like, him and Lauren was walking. I was like, I'm exactly. not gonna bother them. I was like, I already know. Like, they just trying to eat and go to their car. I was like, so I just did my thing and kept it moving. But I, I feel the same way. I feel like I feel like I was blessed to run up to to have my interaction with them just because I I didn't bang. Yeah. Like I only was on Slauson really, like that deep in Slauson because my boy had moved there. Yeah. From, Sloss in the Mansfield, close to La Brea. You were hood adjacent. I'm hood adjacent. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't bang. I, yeah. I, you know, I, if I was, it's funny. If I was to bang, I would have been assigned to the sixties. Yes. You know, by default. If I would have gone to public <laughs> school, I probably would have gone to Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Would have gone to Audubon. Yep. All that stuff. So it's like, but at the same time, I wasn't, and I was playing golf. You yeah. Know what I'm saying I'm, I'm fresh out of college, so it's only, it's only, I can only explain that God made that situation happen and I've been so inspired since and just so interesting that he respects the hustle like you said he came in and he he called uh, golf a uh, a king sport a boss sport just to just to be able to I'm sure he's never played golf but just to be able to respect that 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 says a lot about him Um, as we mentioned you can always uh, you could always find Nip with a bottle of champagne it was always Ace of Spades Uh, real quick uh, everybody knows Ace of Spades Uh, what maybe a lot of people don't know is that's not the real name of it the real name of Ace of Spades is Armand de Brignac Um, it's made by a family in France Cattier C-A-T-T-I-E-R I I was lucky enough to meet um, Jean I think his name is Jean-Jacques yep Jean-Jacques the dad and then Alexander, the son, their 12th and 13th generation winemakers in France. And they've been making uh, uh, champagne or uh, sorry, winemaking in the region for 250 years. Really, really nice guys, really, really humble. I actually got invited uh, to have the uh, release of the Blanc de Blanc of this. There's like five different ones now. There's this gold, they got the rosé, the pink. The Blanc de Blanc is the silver. So I got invited to, um, to taste this and I got to meet them. Super, super cool guys. Um, enter around like 2006 is when jay-z introduced uh ace of spades to the market um for anybody out there who remembers kingdom come uh, the first single off kingdom come was uh, show me what you got and he had this video where he was in monaco with like danica patrick racing these ferraris and lambos and everything and there's this like infamous scene uh where he's at the uh the poker table playing cards and the waiter comes over and brings him crystal and at that time, uh, the, the head of Crystal had made some kind of off-color comments that Jay wasn't feeling. Um, so, you know, he, he, he boycotted the brand. Um, I know Crystal uh, is very apologetic about that to this day. Um, but he boycotted the brand. So there's this famous scene in there where he's playing cards where the, the waiter comes over with the Crystal. The and he's like, get that shit out of here. And then they walk over again and they bring like this shiny gold bottle. And at the time when they brought it over, Ace of Spades hadn't been released in the U.S. So it was this whole thing of like, how did he get his hand? Yeah, what is it? How did he get it? Um, and uh, and that kind of like started the legend of it. Then they had to come out a couple of days later and was like, we are the brand that was in Jay-Z's video. We're Ace of Spades and everything like that. So that's, that's kind of how it was born. Um, of course, uh, Jay-Z has a financial ownership in Ace of Spades. Um, it's really about supporting the people that are like you, that come from where you come from, that support you, that look like you. Um, And like I said, whenever I saw pictures with Nipsey holding the bottle of Ace, I was like, that's respect. I was like, I already know what that is about. That's respect. Um, Ace of Spades also makes a 30 liter version. 30 liters is like 
probably like that big because of, of 15, 18 liters like that. 30 liter version of this is the largest format champagne that you can find in the world. Ace of Spades has it. Ace of Spades also broke a world record for the most expensive bottle of champagne ever bought. Somebody overseas bought some Ace, a 30 liter for like $150,000. So Ace of Spades is um, Armand de Brignac, but it is very, very influential uh, in our culture. Thank you to Jay-Z. I'm an incredibly huge Jay-Z uh, admirer. Yes. Um, yes. So takeaways, um, I was sharing with James before we got filming that my grandmother passed away a few years ago. And to this day, I still can't refer to her in past tense because to me, she's present. She's always there. I got her name tatted on me. Um, she has inspired me and continues to inspire me every day. So James, what do you think that Nip's impact is on our music culture on our culture what is his legacy in the present tense i don't want to talk about you know you know what he was for me it's like what he is because he because because even unfortunate situation like what happened recently has for sure sent so many positive vibes out to everybody in our culture what do you feel like his legacy is going to be what is his, what is his mark uh nip is the difference between rappers who were and rappers who are. Some rappers are of the moment, and some rappers are prolific and make timeless art. And as rappers and artists, we have chosen a platform to share our thoughts, our views, our visions. And once you, once you make yourself an artist, we all have that opportunity. So what do you do with that blank canvas, whether it's a beat, stage, script, what have you, that's your blank canvas, what are you trying to say? Yeah. And there's a lot of rappers and, and artists and voices out there that aren't using their voice to their highest potential. And Nipsey used his voice and his storytelling to its highest to the utmost. potential where they live on forever. So Nipsey is. So Nipsey is an example he is the example of the highest level you can take your art. Because the songs are more than songs. They, yeah. got, they get people Everything's their, a fucking their, message. Everything's a message. Everything's a message. To the point where I would, I would say Martin Luther King had a dream. Nipsey Hussle has a marathon. Is he and the... His, and, and, and there's a dream and then there's a blueprint. Yes. So... So I'm not saying Nipsey's above Martin in any way. I'm just saying that Nipsey, even through his whole body of living, has provided a blueprint of what to do with your voice, yep. how to use your power. Yep. And it may not be everybody's blueprint, but it's a it's lot a, of, it's it's a, a, lot a, it's a blueprint. It's a blueprint for us. It's a blueprint for us. It's a blueprint for me. It's for sure a blueprint for It's me. a blueprint for me. Because because I'm gonna be honest, uh, I didn't have a lot of Nip songs in my in my library as of a month ago. I had a few. I had a few. I knew, of course, knew all about him. Knew who he was. Knew where he was from. Knew who he was repping. But I didn't have a whole lot of songs. Unfortunately, I'm one of the you know aftermarket people that had to come in later. And now I'm like, damn, I should have been listening to his fucking music ten years ago. It's 
it's all motivation. That's why I like Jay-Z so much, because he's a grown man. He's talking grown man shit. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's not all, you know, trap, trap, trap. It's next level. And, and Nip is the same thing. He compromise that brand for, nah. for, for earlier success or anything. It's always oh, the same Always thing. the same. And so that's what that's crazy. we have to do, is like not compromise our voice, our vision, for what, what may seem like the easier path to success. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's a fucking he marathon. Left, and he left in that in that phrase, the marathon continues. There's so many people, whether you're dealing with cancer, you're 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 jobless, you're trying to save your marriage, that's that that slogan, that that energy, that movement applies to you. And that's why there's so many people who are mourning his death and, and these fans, there's gonna be new fans because even me, I, I'm somebody who had tons of Nipsey Hustle music in his life, right? yeah. but I I would be lying if I told you I listened to all of it. So yeah. I'm even discovering new stuff, and I'm just like, this dude is officially like my favorite. He was already my favorite, but it's like now it's like there's just hands down. Man, he's jumped to the top of my playlist. Like I said, I uh, a lot of my boys kind of like be like talking shit because uh, a lot of them are on a, some some more of the new music, and I'm like, I fuck with Jay, man. I was like. Every album he drops is pure motivation for me. It's pure motivation for my life. And I listen to Victory Lap. I started, you know, I started from the back. I started with Victory Lap. Um, I hit the uh, mailbox Victory money. Lap is such an incredible album. It's, it's, it's insane. And I and I go through and you know what I'm saving songs and I'm like, I, there's rarely an album where I save like every song. I'm going through saving every damn song. You, Victory Lap, you let, you let ride. And, and as a fan who's been a fan since day one day yeah, two, you yeah. know what I'm saying like you're almost nervous like please let this be just <laughs> right right don't let me down don't, don't let me down or not even let me down like just like don't let you down you know because I know how dope you are and it's like yeah 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 yeah. and it's like he he, he leveled it up so crazy and I was just I remember just being like proud and happy and just like impressed like man every song is amazing every song is amazing like the fact that I, I feel like there's a lot of Nipsey fans right now that are almost, and I had to get over this, like kind of mad that so many people are now getting on. I know. Nipsey. Yep. 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 You're, yep, of, you're almost yep. like selfish. Like you had to. Like, you have to now. I've been on. <laughs> like I've been listening to Dedication. You just discovered Dedication. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember the first time I heard uh, Victory Lap, man, and just for me, it's like certain things that people say in songs that I'll be like, up, oh, save that shit, and I'll be just listening. You just be listening, listening, listening. You hear some shit, you'd be like, oh. And uh, for, in Victory Lap, the, the intro was, uh, he said something about going to Mexico. And then he said, and dock that Tulum just to smoke. I was like, give me that. I'm saving that. So, like, it's just, it's just inspiring, man. It's just inspiring and it's great music. Oh, I lost my microphone top. But it's inspiring and it's great music, man. And it's just, it's just always, always inspirational. And then another thing that really told me how big he got was at the uh the memorial um obama man wrote him a letter i was at that memorial and i i i've never cried so much yeah. strangers in my life <laughs> i mean it's just like that crazy. that that tells you where yeah. he got to man you got obama for me obama can do no wrong nope. Pol forget political and you know how you feel about politics and everything wow. You respect him. He's a better person than me <laughs> on any given day. And when I saw that letter, I was just like, I was like, this is, this is, this tells you where his reach got. You know what I mean? And it's, that's, that's monumental, man. That's so monumental. 
Um, how do you like the champagne? I'm sure you had Ace a million times. Man, I think I have but when I've had it and the situations I have had it. I've just been wilding out. Been <laughs> so, you know, I couldn't tell you if this tastes as crispy as yeah. it did during bottle service yeah. at Live on Sunday. But yeah. I got to ask you, uh, so I was watching the comedy special again. If you guys haven't seen Live from the Town, man, stop what you're doing. Just just take an hour, which I don't even understand how you stand up there for an hour and remember all that shit. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. But take a second. Go get the Comedy Central app, man. Go watch that. It's fucking hilarious. But what I want to ask you is some of the names that you were dropping in the special. Marquise. Contrail. Are these are these your boys? <laughs> it's just, I just love <laughs> Contrail. You know what's funny in my special? <laughs> I had to cut it out. I, 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 when Barack is DJing, there was a there was a moment where I was shouting out songs like, "What y'all want to hear?" And I, and I definitely, I definitely on stage was like, "What y'all want? Some Nipsey?" Yeah. And I, it was just like I had just been going, having too much fun. I needed to cut off the joke. Yeah. I had to cut that out, and now I'm mad. But I definitely like, even in my special, I was shouting out Nipsey like, straight up. So, so, so let me cheers you. And what, what would Barack say about this champagne? Does, does Barack like this champagne? Is this something that he would fuck with? I mean, when I sip this, I feel majestic. Uh, now listen, this uh, beverage is something that uh, me, my wife Michelle, uh, not our, not our daughters, just me and Michelle, uh, we would definitely take part in while uh, on our book tour. Uh, on the book tour, we like to celebrate after every city, and. Uh, when we do, we pop a bottle, and um, I'm thinking it's time for change. I don't think we've been drinking this, but uh, I think that um, we're gonna have to incorporate this into our alcoholic strategy. Alcoholic <laughs> strategy. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Barack. Who would win in a, a rap battle between Baraka Flock of Flame and Chocolate Dropper. It depends on who's surrounding us, who's in the circle, you know? If, uh -huh. it's, if it's more comedy fans, mm -hmm. Kev, Kev might, might get me. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Really, really funny. Mm -hmm. Chocolate Dropper mm -hmm. is a very funny mm -hmm. rapper. He is. Now, if it's hip hop heads and they want to hear bars, and it's really a battle rap Ooh. competition. I, I think that you should uh, you should make that happen. We need that. We well, you know Baraka Flocka. He's not in the office right now, so he's been doing a lot of. <laughs> I'll talk to his people. I know he definitely has uh, been motivated to get back in the studio mm -hmm. due to recent events. So, hey, you know, we'll, we'll we need that. We need that. Uh, yeah, we did a Baraka Flocka grinding all my life. You know, Ooh. something like that. Ooh. Just throwing out ideas. Ooh. Don't nobody take it. Don't take that shit. That's just the, that's just the that's talking. just the that's just the Armand de Brignac talking. Armand de Brignac. What's your uh, favorite Nipsey song? Now, now this is this. I, okay, yeah. no, no, no. For you, for you, favorite two Nipsey songs. Okay. Okay. Uh, favorite two Nipsey songs. That's tough, but I think I'm gonna have to go with Rose Clique. Okay. I think that's what it's called. It's like you school me. Rose, yeah, yeah, Rose Clique or something like that. Like it, it, 
If it's not that, it's something very close to that. Right. It sounds like this. So when you look it up. And then, um... What album is that on? It's on... Slossin' Boy, Slossin' Boy. Nah, it's on it's something old, like a mixtape. It's on a mixtape. Okay, I got. See, I've yet to discover. I have yet to discover, but I will. It might be on. It might be on Bullets Ain't Got No Name Volume Two. I don't mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. It's out there. It's on the okay. platform. I'm gonna go get it. Um, and then it's a tie between the second one. Uh, actually, it's too many good ones, man. But, yeah. Oh man, cause like, there's a song I just really discovered that I hadn't really listened to. It's Status Symbol Two. Yes. I really, really, really love that song. I saw that on your gram, and I was like, I haven't heard that. Let me go check that out, and I saved that. I, I love that shit. Man, that that's... But then, dedication is... Dedication is... I, I can't answer to, because dedication is incredible. Dedication is uh -huh. like, I can listen to that nonstop. I can listen to Double Up nonstop. Uh -huh. And uh, Love. Okay. The first song off Marathon. Okay. Fake Don't Show Me Love. Okay. Love first song off marathon. My my favorite song, and I I, I might go like with a I might even say favorite song right now. It might change, but then it might not. Is uh, hustle and motivate. I love that song. So so when I heard that easily could have been in my when it dropped when the beat came in, I was like, oh he gonna oh he gonna just do this oh Jay Z hard knock life beat. I was like oh shit, and I heard it coming in. It was a lot slower. And I was just like, oh, no. Nah. And he just came in. And the beat is just, the beat's hard, but the beat's light enough to hear his voice just ride over the beat. And I was just like, I'm just being in the car. Like that yeah, that roar. I, 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 because I don't like to play songs out. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to this for like a week. I, I can't hear it for a week. I'm going to come back in a week. I'm going to lose my shit. I listen to that shit every day. I can't help it. I literally cannot help it. I mean, that, I, I was listening to Victory Lab so much, I too, I had to like put it down. Yeah, you gotta stop. This shit's too fire. I gotta stop. Put it down. Right, I was burning. I was running. It was, yeah, every, all of it. But yeah. now, you know, I can listen to it all. Yeah. But yeah, hustle and motivate. This has been Wine and Hip Hop. Los yeah. Angeles, episode four. Yes, I got actor, comedian, NBA champion, yes, rapper, producer, yep. everything guy. Yep. James here, I appreciate you being here, man. Um, and we gonna rap, man. I mean, it's a nice day. I probably sit up here, just drink this ace for the rest of the little time, man, yeah, you know? I gotta run. I can't drink too much more because, you know, I'm trying to keep it legal. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm definitely gonna have some Armand. Uh, Armand. That, that. The brand. That. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we gonna do that. Yep. It's a pleasure. Hey, I didn't leave you hanging. You didn't leave me hanging. We signing off. Thank you, lovely people. Appreciate you. Cut. Awesome, guy.